This is the Sanctuary LA podcast. We are a real church for real people in the heart of downtown Los Angeles. All right, are you guys ready to get into the Bible? All right, Family Matters got nice, nice little 80s, 90s kind of vibe up here, huh? Dang, check out that mullet right there. Look at that. Anybody ever have one of those? No? You did not get people like, no. It's not even funny. We're not going to talk about that. Uh, that mullet is legit, man. He got some hair extensions on the back of his head there. All right. Are you guys ready to jump into the Word? Okay, let's do this. If you want to turn your Bibles to Joshua chapter 24, uh, uh, verse 15, I'm going to read that in a second here. I'll open us up in prayer. Also, man, I just heard Pastor Nick did a great job last week. And so I got to listen to the podcast. I was great, and I, I, you guys had a, we had a good time. My wife and I and our family had a good time at, our, at the OC campus uh, last Sunday. That was, that was fun, and we're excited. Um, um, I'm going to be uh, preaching next week, but then on Father's Day, we're going to have Pastor Johnny Thompson, and um, he, I've been talking to him. He's excited to be coming. Uh, bring somebody. It's going to be powerful. He is a man of God. And we love him dearly, him and Sheila, his wife is coming. And then my wife's preaching the last Sunday of the month, people, Crystal Gale. Come on, give it up for the woman of God here. And so, uh, so, and we're also, when my wife is preaching, we're going to be doing baby dedications. So we're going to be praying for babies. So um, you'll be able to sign up for baby dedications next week. And we're excited. We want to bless. We, our church is having a lot of babies. People, all kind of people having babies. Yeah. Pastor Nick is the eighth man in his house at this point. He's the eighth man in the fire. Hallelujah. <laughs> no, but uh, we're going to bless all the new babies. We're excited about uh, being able to do that. And so... Once again, Joshua chapter 24, verse 15. Let me pray. Father, we thank you for your word. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus uh, that Christ, uh, you speak through me to the Christ in your people. I thank you, Lord, for the milk of the word and the bread of the word. But Lord, I know that there's people in here that did not come for milk or bread. They came for meat. So I pray, Lord, that by your spirit and, and Lord, the Christ in me serve a solid plate of spiritual food today. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Everybody said, amen. Amen. Let's jump right in here, guys. Joshua 24, verse 15. Family matters. I'll read this. And uh, and and if it seems evil to you, this is Joshua talking to the children of Israel. It's near the, this is the last, I believe the last chapter in the book of Joshua. They conquered a lot of land. They did a lot of things and he addressed them this way. And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the river. Somebody say, my past. Somebody say, I'm not going backwards. Say, I'm not going to get pulled back to the way things were. Says, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. Somebody say this way. Say, I'm not going to get distracted by things in my present. And repeat this one after me, but say, but at, look at your neighbor, say, but as for me, in my house, we will serve the Lord. Say it again. Find somebody else and tell them again. Say, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. All right. Okay. Somebody say family matters. 
And so we're going to talk about why does family matter. If you look, there's, we're going to look at some familiar scriptures, but we're going to see that family's in some of these that you might know. I mean, how many of you have ever heard this before? You've heard this, you know? I, I mean, uh, maybe you grew up in a church. Anybody grew up in a church and your dad said that? Yeah, yeah. So how many church kids grew up in church? You have this scripture memorized. Yeah, yes, yes, Lord. Pastor Nick, yes, Lord. Right? I guarantee my wife and, uh, and my sister-in-law, they grew up in a, in a home. I guarantee you dad was like, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Somebody, you know what that means? We're all going to church. That's what that means. <laughs> right? <laughs> Everybody's going. We all get, whether you want to or not, we, my house, you're in my house, you serve the Lord. Somebody say Amen. Okay, and this isn't about forcing people to do something, but there's something powerful and something that God values. Family matters to God, not just one person. God, family matters. When God started this whole thing, Adam and Eve, that was the first family right there. The, the, we, as the, as the children of God, we, this is called the household of faith. You know what I'm saying? Look at your neighbor and say, this is my house. We are the family of God. We're a family. We don't look like we're blood family, but we are. You know what I'm saying? I look a lot like you guys out there, right? We're all related. Amen? <laughs> and, and, and we are the family. Family matters to God. This is, this is powerful here. As Joshua was speaking to the children of Israel, he gave them three options. He said, you know, you can go back to the way things were, the dysfunctions of your family, basically. He says, your father's the way that the gods they serve. You can go back to that on the other side of the river, but we're on this side of the river. Come on, somebody. When you got saved, you crossed over into, into the kingdom, out of the kingdom. You can go back, or you can get distracted by the world, but Joshua's like, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Come on, somebody. And so the, these things here we're going to talk about is just some important things in the family. Now, all of our family context could be very different. You could have, you know, the, 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 the mother and the father and the two kids, like my situation. And then we got Uncle Zari and Auntie Ash in the house right now. And so, so we got ourselves a family. Amen. And I, I know you got maybe some single people out there, live with roommates, live with your parents. You know what I mean? Kind of still living at home or whatever. And you're just doing your thing in the, that context. Or you could literally be, um, you know, on your own, just kind of doing your thing. But, uh, you know, wherever you find yourself, there, there, that not only are we have the family of God, but but whatever your family context is, God cares about that. Amen. If you, if there's any place you should have the peace of God, it ought to be in your house. And I'm not. And I, how many of you know? Sometimes it's not that, that peaceful. Yeah. And it's usually everybody else's fault, right? Just kidding. The people that it's their fault, they're laughing. They're like, no, it was my fault. It was my fault. No, uh, but I understand the difficulty at times of people in the same house and marriage and family and where people really are spiritually. But I'm here to tell you, we can believe for God's best in our family. I personally came from a very broken family. I have two sisters, blood sisters, I have never met. I don't even know them because of the, how fragmented my family was. My, both my parents have been married multiple times. So I got sisters up in Northern California somewhere. I know their names. I don't know them. I've never met them. I might have when I was real little or something, but I, there's no relationship, none. There's zero relationship there. Um, and so that's just, my, and you know, in the complexity of my childhood of drugs and the police over the house all the time. Definitely, when I look at the scripture, God's intention for family definitely wasn't my experience prior to knowing Jesus. 
okay? But we can believe for God's best and God's intention and the blessing that can happen when you are saved and serving God. And we're gonna, I just wanna look at family this weekend, today, just on maybe like an aerial view of the big things that matter in the home. Amen? And, 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 and working through those things and making sure that we, as people of God, that we see that God really cares about la familia. Somebody say amen. The family, okay? Um, and so here is literally my first point, is here it is, and this is more of a, this is an encouragement, is, is be a family that prays together. You know, prayer in the home. I want my kids to experience the presence of God and the word of God and the voice of God more in my home than in church. I want, not that I want church to be less. I just want them to experience it first where it matters because family matters. And being a, a father to my children, though my capacity to pastor is a di- direct proportion to my ability to father my children. If I, the Bible says, let a man rule his own house well. How can he rule his house if he's not taken care? Of, how can he care for the house of God if he is not ruling his home well. Somebody say family matters. I'm going to talk about the importance of family. And I understand it's not easy uh, it's, it's to, to get this thing, but it is possible. You can live and enjoy a healthy, harmonious home. Those are three H's. You can experience a home that you want to be in and you could be a part of creating it. So prayer is important. Like just this morning, Nico was sleeping late. He's a three-year-old. He was getting up late. He wasn't waking up. So Gia was up. My wife and I were up. I think Auntie Ash was up. I think Uncle Zari was still sleeping too. But um, no, but, but Nico, 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 was, um, Nico wasn't getting up. So my wife said, hey, can you help get him up? So I literally just crawled up into his bed and I was just messing with him a little bit. And, and just, but, but, when I, but before I even got him out of that bed, I prayed for that boy. I said, Lord, I just pray in the name of Jesus that you give him the armor of God, the helmet of salvation the breastplate of righteousness today his loins girt about with truth and he was like what is he doing i'll pray lord you put on him his feet this is king james shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace in the name of jesus bless him anoint him stir him up and he was like what is going on so i was having a little fun with it but pray together in the home pray in the home amen Pray in the home. My, my wife and I have shared this multiple times. We always have our hands on our children. We pray for them. Pray over them. Bless them. I pray for them. Last night, I prayed for them before they went to bed. My wife and I. My wife was laying down with Gia, and um, I didn't want to lay down with Nico, but he wanted me to. So I, um, I prayed over them before they went to bed. My wife and I prayed. Bless, bless them. Be a family that prays together. And this is why. Because it's important, and it's, 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 it's powerful and all that. But you gotta, this is why family matters. Because what happens in the home affects everything else. Everything starts with home. This church is a direct correlation in proportion to our families. 
That is, if you were to break down your human life and you were to break it down in three circles, my team laughs at me all the time because I always use three circles, but the, but, the, but the holy of holies, then you got the inner court, then you got the outer court. Your family is the most holy place of your life. It is who I am most accountable for. It is what I am most responsible for. So if I do the core of who I am as a man and a Christian right, it will affect everything else. It's not one with, work is affected by the home. And I understand work can affect home when you come home, but I'm telling you the foundation of, of society goes all the way down to the home. Everything starts with home. God didn't start with the church. He started with a husband and a wife. He started with the core of human relationship is in the home. Everything comes from the home. Everything comes out of that place. If I can get that right, everything else can kind of fall into place. Work will be all right. My relationships outside of home will be all right. But if my, ins, if my home, my bedroom chamber is off, then, then it's going to affect everything else. I believe many times our issues outside of home come because of issues that are in home. My inability to relate and connect and love people outside my home is because it didn't happen right in my home. All of my struggles in my Christian walk come from the way I was raised. My struggles with people, my lack of trust, being molested by a stepdad as a six-year-old, smoking weed, drinking beer, pornography, all given to me at that age. That everything I've had, my salvation experience is tied to the torment of what happened in the home. That that's where it started, right there in the home. And so the family matters because everything starts with it. Now, I know when I'm talking about this, some people are like, dang, I need to get this family thing right. I, we're all working on it. But that, this is why it matters is because it comes, everything comes from there. Here we go. I'm just going to read just some little thing I wrote here. Is parents bless families. Families bless the community. Communities impact a city. Cities transform a nation. And a nation will change the world. I'm going to read that again. If you... The further you unpack different parts of this world and people and society, you're going to find yourself in somebody's home. It comes from the home. I'm going to say it again. Parents bless families. Now, uh, I'm going to read it again. But that's why I was jacked up as a teenager because a home was twisted. When I, as I grew you can all point it back to my experience at home, my experiences. Now, there were some good things that happened at home that I brought with me, but everything ties to that. So if, so if parents aren't blessing their families, then the families are going to bring something into the communities that isn't right. And then the communities are going to affect the city, and the cities are going to affect the nation, and then the nation is going to do damage to the world. How many of you know we're in a crazy time now out here in this world? And I can guarantee you all that stuff ties back to somebody's house. It's how they were raised. I'm going to here to tell you, parents, the most significant thing you will ever do in life is not what you do. It is who you raise. Come on, somebody. I'm going to say it again. Parents bless families. Families bless the community. Communities impact the city. And cities transform a nation. And a nation will change the world. Hallelujah. 
it all goes back to family. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 7. Let's turn there here. It's talk, this is talking about Noah. Um, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 7. It says this. It says, uh, by faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear. Somebody say he did something. Okay. When God spoke, he moved. He said he prepared an ark for the saving of his Yeah, let's try that again. Prepared an ark for the saving of his household. Let's try it again. An ark for the saving of his household. 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 Wasn't about Noah. Wasn't about an ark. It was about his home. That the earth was about to be blessed and all God needed was a family to do it. He needed one house. He needed a household. A mama and a daddy and their babies, right? An ark for the saving of his household by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. And this is my second point here. In the home, there's something I like to call the Father's blessing. That in, a, in God's design for the family is that there is a Father's blessing that uh, all throughout scripture, fathers, in the Old Testament even, fathers would lay hands on their children and bless them. There is something when a man, a husband, a father rises up in the context of family and he blesses. He blesses. Noah heard from God as a father, as a husband, he moved and he did something that preserved his household. All right? In, in, in 1 Timothy 3, 5, you can just write this down. It talks about, I mentioned this before, it talks about how, um, how uh, you know, how can you uh, take care of the house of God when you don't, you know, you got to rule your own house well. And I just want to give you a, uh, this, the definition of the word rule. And it basically means to give attention to. So healthy families, the way God designed it is that the parents, the father, gives attention to the home, to the wife, to the environment inside the home. It means to give attention to. It means, this is what it means. I mean, it's a preset, well-established character which provides the needed model to direct others. And I did not grow up in that environment. I did have a healthy relationship with my biological father, but there was, it was fragmented and in pieces, and I really connected with him um, after all of that craziness I went through. Um, but I did not have that in the truest God's intention and God's method of that character, which provides the needed model to direct others. It, it means to positively to positively impact the family by example. Now, I'm encouraging the fathers here. This is what it means to be a man that rules. Rule is not like, I am the ruler of this home. I rule. People do what I say. It's not uh, like, what's it called? Ma in, you know, in Espanol, machismo. This, it is a give. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Or, or ego or attitude or, you know what I mean? Or whatever. It is not that. This is give attention to. This is I am the example here. This is how we do this thing called life. 
that, that men, are, you are graced and designed to bring a blessing on the home and you are the example of what it means to live for God. That men, you are designed, you have the DNA to be a model. One of the definitions in the Hebrew for man means model. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not talking about like walking on a catwalk. You know what I mean? Um, it means that you are the model, that you model the behavior. All right, I got a clap from Uncle Zari at least. Praise the Lord. Thank you, brother. But the family by example, it means this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drill. I want get, to get into this. I want to look at a broad picture. This is God's method for the home is the father's blessing. Diligent to take the, the lead. Diligent to take the lead. This is what fathers do. This is the father's blessing. Noah heard from God and he moved and he preserved his household. It means to effectively influence the family by having a respected track record. That's what it means to be a husband and a father in the home. It is that you have a track record that you, you're not, it doesn't mean you're perfect, but you have a track record. I'm gonna read it again. It means to effectively influence the family by having a respected track record. Come on, somebody. I know it's quiet. It's okay. This is God's method. I'm okay if it's quiet. Let it, I'll, I'll let it sink in. That's all right. You know, this is, this is, the, this is why family matters. Because there is something that a father is designed to give us. That, that God designed it for the father to give it. And I know everybody in here, one way or another, maybe you didn't get it the way you should have. But we can start right now. That we can start right now. This isn't a thing like, man, like I really didn't get any of that. Look, I shared my story. I did not get much of that either. Okay? But this is, God, this is why family matters. Because when a father does that in the home, everything else flows. It's how God operates. I know. The Father's blessing. I, and I want to encourage you fathers here this morning. Fathers, your faith and your reverence for God will bring a blessing on your family. I didn't say perfection. I didn't say doing everything right. I'm saying, but your faith and your reverence to God will bring a blessing on your family. My kids don't know how good they got it. They're blessed. I'm not perfect. I don't do everything right. You can ask my wife. I'm sure I messed up within the last 24 hours. All right? She's laughing. Look at she's holding her tongue. Hold your tongue, girl. You're preaching in three weeks. Hold on. This is my turn. Let the man of God speak. I rule this house. <laughs> You'll be all right. I'm here to protect you. Come under the shadow of my wings. got to rule your house well rule I, I know men we love that word rule yeah I'm the ruler I'm in charge no it means to give attention it means I it really means to carry the weight of responsibility because everybody's looking at you for the next move yeah 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 at connect group we were talking about this we we're talking about this and I told the men I said sometimes I faith it I just act like I have a plan by faith and God honors my faith. Come on, I'm a man of faith. <laughs> Babe, this, this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing this weekend. And I, I'm saying it in real time. God's downloading it. It's just coming out of my mouth. 
Come on, somebody. Men of faith. I hate it how the devil messes with dudes and, and just gets them in the, no, just act like you know it. By faith. Hallelujah. You, you know, you don't need to worry about nothing. I got this. Lord Jesus, God, help me, Father. Help me, Jesus. I heard from God, babe. It's going to be all right. All things are possible. Come on, somebody. That there, there's a, there's a, that's what you call a father's blessing. That God will put, put his hand on a knucklehead like myself and, and say, lead this home. Lead this family by faith. We got this. God's moving. He's with us. I told my wife the other day, I said, babe, I woke up and I felt abundance. She's like, hallelujah. <laughs> Somebody say man of faith. In my home, I am the man of faith and power. <laughs> I don't always feel like it. And I don't have the, I, I'm not the smartest one. You know what I'm saying? She could have found somebody smarter than me. She could have found somebody stronger than me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I am the man of faith in my house. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Nico, was, Nico was like, look at my muscles. He was like this, my muscles. And my wife's like, no, those aren't your muscles. These are your muscles. And then I told Nico, I said, Daddy's strong. And then my wife said, no, he's not. <laughs> I was like, look, Nico, see that? My wife would not let me lie to my boy. You're strong, Dada. Yup, you know it. There's a father's blessing. There's a father's blessing. What makes it the blessing that you're the father and you're trusting God? That's all you got to do. I heard we had the creative team over our house and they had my world famous spaghetti um, on Friday. I didn't get many compliments. Only my wife and Ash complimented it, but it's still world famous. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway, I wasn't, this isn't about spaghetti. Uh, no, they, they came over and... My wife and uh, one of the um, ladies were talking, and I, I heard my wife say, that it, I, they were talking, and I was eavesdropping, and they were talking about how it just, they were talking about how it just feels good. It feels good when they're in the home, when, when, when the husband is there, just there. And I'm here to tell you, fathers, that if you'll just be present and engaged and imperfect there's a blessing on that house because you're there start with that be present and engaged and 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 exude your faith in god and watch what god does it doesn't have to be overly complicated but i'm telling you family matters and if you unpack family there's a there's a father in there the and fathers are better be a father up in there because that's God's method of blessing and identity. Somebody say amen. First Chronicles 16, 43. Let's look at this. First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 43. Then all the people departed. Okay, so they were all together in, in like this assembly. This is, um, and, then, and then they all went to their home. But look at this. Then all the people departed, every man to his house, to his house, not while and now, not 
wife at home at the club no at the house went to the house did what he did for God and went to the house involved in the house man to his house and David returned to what bless his house he went to bless his house that's what fathers are called to do is bless their house amen David was a blessing to God's house and his house amen we don't want to be a blessing men of God we don't want to just be a blessing in the marketplace we don't want to just be a blessing um, at work we don't want to just be a blessing to our buddies our friends we need to be a blessing to the house to my house to my wife to my kids you know it's uh, yes because if you're a blessing there I'm telling you that work is work is, is smooth and and ministry can roll and God will bless that but it's gonna start at the house David returned to bless his house somebody say family matters say family matters because people matter okay David returned to bless his house. Let's go to Acts chapter 10, verse 2. Here's another one here. Here's another one. Are you guys getting something out of this? The Father's blessing. Single ladies, you want to marry a man that is concerned with a home, blessing a house, not just getting him a, getting a girl. My girl. I don't call my wife my girl. It's not my girl. It's my wife. I'm not saying this to say she is my girl, but you know what I mean? That, no, people say that about people that ain't, that's not their wife. It's my girl. Come on, somebody. It's my wife. It's my wife. Okay? Then all, then all the people departed. I'm going to read that one more time. Every man for, to his house, and David returned to bless his house. Acts chapter 10, verse 2. This is, a, this is about Cornelius. Um, and it says here, a, a devout man and one who feared God with all his household so this man was fearing God with his house amen a devout man and one who feared God not just him but with 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 all his household fear God with his house who gave alms generously to the people people outside the house were second to being a blessing to his house that because he feared God with his house, he was able to be a blessing to people outside the house. That God has an order and a structure for things. You gotta take care of the house first, amen? Who gave alms generously to the people and prayed to God always. And God ended up filling him with the Holy Spirit and God touched him and all that. But look at this, powerful picture here of, of God's intention to, to change, to create a thriving healthy church is that there's thriving healthy families in that church amen and I understand that that we're gonna we're gonna grow as a church family because families are growing that and the healthier families get the healthier the church gets amen And so this is literally my last point. Unity in the home blesses others outside the home. This is why family matters. 
because it's God's method of changing a city. It is God's method of changing a community. It's starting with the family. And that family starts with the Father's blessing. Father's blessing are present and engaged fathers. The father of that home. Unity in the home blesses others outside the home. Just like this this deal with uh, Cornelius. It says he feared God with his family. With his family. Once again, la familia, that we, we are family. And, and, and when there's a blessing there, it's going to come out. It's how God operates, okay? That, that God is extravagant. So he wants, he wants what's in our home to overflow because our, your neighbors need what you have. But your neighbors aren't going to be changed and touched until... Our home is changing touch. Anybody, I, growing up, I mentioned this before, I used to always go over to my friend Alex Del Castillo's house, and he, in, he introduced me to tacos when I was in elementary school, junior high, and I've been hooked ever since. I was, I was the token little white boy that didn't really want to go home, and I stayed at Alex's house because he just had La Familia, and they, ta- they taught me how to eat tacos and stuff. I hung out with them. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, his mama, Francis, was like four foot eleven. And I was like, I don't know, four foot two or something. <laughs> but it's funny, like, and it wasn't, and they, they, they were Catholic or whatever, just a real cool family I wanted to be around. Anybody ever growing up, you like, there was, maybe your house was a house where kids just want to go over there or, or yeah, or, or maybe you were like, man, I want to, I like so-and-so's house because they're nice over there, yeah? Or man, they're cool or they always got good food. I'm going to head over there. You know, you ever, you know, growing up, I was, because my house was, was literally very tumultuous. It was, it was very, uh, it was, it was a wild thing. There was police over the house all the time, like all the time, like same cop, same night twice, saying next time somebody's going to jail. And it was all domestic disputes. So uh, literally, there would be weeks every night. And I lived in a small suburb of San Jose at the time. And, you know, not police didn't, there wasn't a lot of police in the neighborhood other than our house. So, so it's like, you know, so it was just an environment that I was, I remember having friends stay the night and it started to go down. I'm like, hey, dude, you got to go because... Because he's like, what's going on out there? Oh, I was like, oh, they're just arguing. <laughs> I try to play it off, and they get nervous. And I'm like, hey, man, let's call your mom, dude, because <laughs> can I come over to your house? <laughs> For real, there were times where I was like, dude, you got to go. I'm sorry. It's getting crazy. I know. But pray for me, man. No. Uh, or I would leave with them. Or we'd be like, okay, let's, let's bounce. Let's, let's, you know, you open the door. It's like, <laughs> shut the door and so the home family matters I remember running out of the house crying going to the neighbors somebody call the police it's because fights just craziness you know Um, I remember my dad being in handcuffs and he's like you bet you need to say something or I'm gonna go and I'm just crying just little kid I'm talking not eight you know, so 
so God wants a blessing on families because my family didn't help out the neighborhood. <laughs> you know, we did the opposite to the neighborhood. We, it, it, it caused them a little bit of like, what is going on there? You know? I mean, my, my sister had to be taken by the court. She's a ward of the court because just unhealthy living conditions. So the court took ownership, per se, of my sister growing up. So she, you know, there's court cases, all kind of craziness in the home, the home. And so God's method of blessing starts, starts, absolutely begins in the home. And how many of you know that's where the devil's trying to get at? Because he knows it's like, it's like I'm throwing a rock in a pond and that's that center point that nucleus of society is the family and that ripples think about what me my brother my sister my family think what we brought to our world coming out of there it wasn't good stuff my mouth my rage that came out of that think about it started there and guess what everybody in my world had to deal with it but when there's a blessing in the home, it, it, it ripples out. It's gonna to touch the neighborhood. The neighborhood's gonna to touch the city. The city's gonna to touch the nation. The nation's gonna to touch the world. Somebody say family matters. This is my last scripture here. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 15. I urge you, brethren, you know the household of Stephanus that it is the first fruits of a KI meaning that household basically they got saved the house there's another reference in scripture where a gentleman got baptized with his house he's like y'all are getting baptized with me the house check this out the household and that they have devoted that they, the house, the house, the, the per, uh, Stephanus's house, Stephanus, his house, his house devoted themselves to the ministry of the saints. The house was blessed. And so because that house was blessed, now the church, the community they were a part of was blessed, that his house was devoted or another version says this house this household addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints and that word of devoted i want to read this okay see see what i'm saying that the blessing in the house became a ministry to the church i, I was preaching this in oc that we don't need to always come to church to be filled why don't you come already filled? Why not bring your house and bless this house with your house? Man of God, husband. That the house addicted themselves, devoted themselves to serving. 
devoted themselves to the ministry of the saints. This word devoted means addicted. It means it's, a, it's, it's old school military language. This is powerful. It's talking about a household. And it means to basically to position troops in their place. That when there's a blessing in a home, and that attention is there, and the prayer is there, and the love is there, I'm not saying perfect, that that positions our children for destiny. That I don't have to work extra hard at positioning my kids in destiny. If I'm just there, and I'm pouring into them, and I'm loving them, they will get positioned for destiny. And that's what, that's what it means. It means devoted, meaning they were blessed in their house, so they found themselves in their right position to serve others. It means to properly and specifically station someone. And this means basically to do this with a willing, voluntary attitude. That this love in the home does a lot of things. It's like what they call a, um, I'm going to end with this. I don't know if you ever heard of this. I'm, uh, it's, it's like a, what they call a keystone habit. Like there's certain habits that produce exponential results. And one of those keystone habits is when parents love their children in the home, what that produces. What that produces in them. It's a, and actually, they break it down to even, honestly, um, have eating together in the home. That that produces something in kids. This stability, this community, this this gathering, if you will, in the home. It, 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 they, they've done studies on that and how it produces successful people in the world because it was done in the home. It, it reverberates. It is where it all starts. Somebody say family matters. Thank you for listening to the Sanctuary LA podcast. Tune in again next week and stay awesome and be blessed.